0: What it do, golf fans. Welcome back to the Turned Arts Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We are ready. We got PGA Championship Week. It is another great week in golf. How did your week go, Jack?
1: Well, screw last week. It's major week. Who cares? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, We profited so well on Daily Fantasy Sports. It was awesome. If you followed my lineup, you had 617.7 on FanDuel. Liam had 674, Yeah, killed it, kind of flipped in DraftKings. But either way, if you took any lineup that we produced, you cashed out. So all in all, everything was good. Uh, My money pick would have been a lot better, and I think yours would have been the same if Adam Hadwin didn't take a dump in the bed.
0: Yeah, Adam Hadwin was kind of our tank. Uh, f- fortunately for us, he was a tank for a lot of people. When I looked at uh, his ownership at the end of the week, I think about 25 to 30% of all lineups had him in. Mm. So it made me feel a little bit better knowing that we were just a small portion of everybody else that had it. But yeah, we, you and I, when it came to DFS this past week, absolutely crushed it. And then you crushed it in bets too. Uh, my bets were a little more hit and miss but even then this is two weeks in a row for me where i'm like kind of steadily inclining so we already know it's going to be an absolute tanker and i'm just going to go right back down there with a pga (laughs) i mean i I am i am i kind of i kind of sunk down before the last two weeks i've kind of shot back up the last two and then now i need to drop back down it's kind of an ebb and flow with me
1: well i mean that's hilarious i mean just to recap everything like i said We've only been really keeping track of sports book picks because it's really hard with daily fantasy sports. Cause you can do a $20 double up. You can do a five cent entry. There's no really way to capture the profit margins. Liam is up a ton in daily fantasy sports. Um, and then sports books, 3.7 units, lost half a unit last week. Unfortunately 4.2 units up has now <laughs> ceased, but yes. up, up 3.7 altogether. Still incredible. Yeah. I was up two and a half last week, bringing my total to plus 12 and a half units on the podcast coming into the weekend of major championship. Ton of bets, ton of lineups, ready to lose it all and happily so.
0: I, I'm sensing a theme with us because you seem to crush all of the, the betting and not that you don't crush on DFS, but that's a little bit more of my specialty, I feel like. And I'm, and I'm quickly realizing that that we both have our little areas of of expertise. So whenever one of us beats the other in their specialty, it makes it for a very fun week.
1: Um, yeah. And then um, I think it's cool because daily fantasy sports, you'll see mine lineup. I think I have like one, two, three, miscut, miscut, miscut. <laughs> and you have like third, fifth, ninth, 24, 35, 41. So it's like I get there, but yours is so spread out and consistent that you just profit every time.
0: The, my fan duel this week was tough to beat. I'm sorry. I'm gonna walk through it. But like oh, I it. went, I had second, with, I had second with Speed, tied third, Matsuyama, tied third, Munoz, tied twelfth Alex Norin, tied seventh, Sahith Tagala, and then the miscut with Hadwin. So I had four basically in the top twelve. It's kind of whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, did you say tied seventh for Tagala? 79th. Oh, I was like, how, how did I miss that?
0: I nah, was like, nah. tied 79th. Sorry. Yeah. So, but I had four guys in the top 12. The gala barely scraped through on the cut. And then obviously had one was had win. but it's, it's, it's tough to beat a lineup when you got four guys to get top 12. So it's true that. All right. Well, do, do you want to go through your bets individually or since you went over the numbers, do you just want to go right into the course this week? Cause you're excited for PGA.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll go over really quickly. Uh, Scotty Sheffler, minus 200 cash. Of course, that was going to hit.
0: Maverick for McNeely for bets. Uh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler for what? Oh, top minus
1: 200, top 20. Got Maverick that. McNeely, top 40 hit. Davis Riley, lock of the century hit. Sebastian Munoz hit. Only two I lost, unfortunately, were Mark Leishman beating Matt Kuchar. Or Kuchar just went off this week. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened with him. He went off. And then Johnny Vegas, top 40 crash of the century. yeah, That was
0: disappointing. That was unfortunate.
1: And then I know you had talked about betting <sighs> speed top 20. I have to bring it up and you know, I do. And I put it ultimately- in my
0: notes too. I was so sad about it. Yeah. I, I, I had speed top 20 all week. I took them off right before the podcast started. Obviously that probably would have evened me out a little bit more. Um, but it, you know, it is what it is. I went to, I went two for five. I missed on Hayden Buckley at and Griffin and I hit on Munoz and Norton. It, it, it happens. Can't win them all. Um, for you want to go through winners?
1: Yeah. I mean, you have to, you okay.
0: have to. So, so Jack had uh Scotty Scheffler with a parentheses on Maverick McNeely. Uh, Scheffler was tied 15th, very steady would take that 99 out of 100 times mcneely tied 32 as well as isn't, isn't even that far off that's a pretty with,
1: yeah with both of my guys having really quiet sundays it was just a shame because i know your guy took it with a commanding sunday
0: <laughs> yeah alex i did I add alex nor and he finished tied 12th i ended up him with him and everything and he had a great sunday which uh which worked out really well for me and then i'll throw right into wild picks of the week jack had Mackenzie hughes being between 15th and twentieth. Um, he missed a cut and then I, I,
1: let's, let's just interrupt (laughs) you right there because he was like two above the cut line going into the final three holes. And I texted you, I'm like, Hey, my prediction is not looking too bad. And then three minutes later, I get a text from you saying. Yeah, by the way, I think he just tripled or something. I was
0: like, what <laughs> Yeah, you doubled, I think 17 or something like that, and you ended up missing the cut. Uh, so I had Tommy Fleetwood. Uh Jack about lost his pants with that uh with that comment last week. I had him missing the cut. He made the cut.
1: What was it close? Put
0: on the number and he finished tied 59th. So if you bet him, you weren't exactly thrilled with that outcome. So I didn't win, but I feel good about how I led people on that front
1: yeah i mean i think i have to explain and i think you can back me up here the wild card pick we kind of threw it out of nowhere this is not a pick we are confidently betting yeah. this is something that we believe may happen that we just don't have a 100 percent confidence to put our hard-earned money in um so take it as you please um but going back to Mackenzie hughes four over in his final four holes
0: is that what he ended up being Jeez. bogey
1: bogey I, par double
0: that would do it i would do it Hey, do you mm-hmm. want to talk about our uh, the champion though? KH Lee. That was mad impressive by him. I mean, the, so I I listened to uh Rick Gaiman, who runs a couple of podcasts and he runs a lot of areas. He calls him TPC Lee. Mm. I, I'm gonna take that now because every week that there is a TPC style course, I hear KH Lee on the leaderboard at one point or another on the weekend. It isn't that guy is great on TPC courses. It does not make any sense to me, but I need to remember that and I'm writing it down for the next time we have a TPC course. So like Deer Run, which they play in like a month. July. Yeah, I was a month or two. I'm gonna have to remember KH Lee if he plays in that because I'm not I'm not betting against him now on TPC courses at this point. Can't so I that's just gonna be the theme.
1: Do you know what his two goals are in life? What number one to be the number one player in the world number 2 to be the sexiest golfer in the world and dude. last weekend he was looking mighty fine
0: dude he's got that 90s porn stash on lock man i mean that is that is filthy good like it oof okay i see you but no he he did great i mean honestly the the, the thought of him going back to back was kind of out of it all week and especially through saturday he was kind of the flyer of the group cuz you had speeth and thomas and everybody else up there fighting So it was nice to see that he got an, he got a knockoff. He's going back to the tournament of champions next year and should be good.
1: Yeah. And then I think one final note, especially going into a major that I think is important Matsuyama final round, minus 10, huge confidence going in. I know he's had some injuries. Good guy to look out for Xander Shoffley with a minus 11 on Sunday, pretty quiet first three days, definitely good getting into a hard major. A couple guys like Kucher minus eight. A couple guys that I think Francisco Molinari, a guy right. you haven't heard in the leaderboard for a while, minus eight on Sunday. Then the really good Adam Scott. So there's a bunch of guys this week. I know it was a scoring course. I think they had the most Eagles in a PGA Tour event in like the last X number of years. But there were some guys out there that were scoring in a good time that qualify themselves as top tier listers for the tournament this week that i think could really do some damage
0: do you think that the fact that uh hit went through the whole week kind of unscathed means that he's going to be like his injury concerns are now behind him because i think that is really kind of a big question with him was because i know he had those lingering injuries meanwhile while he's had those injuries he's had two top fives two top tens two top 15s and a top 20 just saying but do you think that injury now has, has made it so that it's all behind him I don't think so it'll finish be
1: behind him necessarily because it's golf, yes. um, especially where the location of his injury was. It's not something that you can easily mitigate, especially with exercise and activity in golf, much like Bryson, no yep. matter how recovered his wrist will be, he's still going to be fighting hard ground divot, taking aggressive shots. There's always going to be that injury there, but I think now it's not a concern of his that it will impact his play. It's just about can he muster through for four days.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, let's, we'll talk more about some of those other guys that are on that leaderboard, but we'll do that as we get into this tournament, because a few of them, I think their finishes kind of relay how we feel about them coming into this week. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to uh, Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is a par 70 playing 70, 7550 yards. Uh, this is not like any of the other Southern Hills courses that we had in the past. They did a big, uh, kind of revamp. Re- revamp. Thank you. I was gonna say refurbish, but that's not right. But it's a revamp, uh, kind kind of bringing it back to what it was as, niche, as an initial course. Um, last year, the PGA championship was won by um, Phil Mickelson. Uh, cough but it, cough yeah uh, but it was at Kiowa Island obviously so it's a different course uh, the last time the PGA championship was at Southern Hills Jack who won Tiger Woods in dominant fashion yes in 07 I knew Jack would know that because it's a tiger question that was the least of my worries <laughs> um so some of the notable players this week that aren't going to be in the field for this PGA championship include last year's champion Phil Mickelson Harris English, Sung J M. I I think with COVID on that one. Yeah, yep, so correct. he's for sure out. Um, Paul Casey as a 4 o'clock uh, Central Monday afternoon. I got that he was out. And then check in on Bryson DeChambeau because he is quite literally going to be a game-time decision. I saw on, on his social media that he was like driving over to the course today to see how he felt. Yeah, so he could quite time. literally be a Thursday morning, I'm calling it out
1: like hideki a couple weeks ago
0: yes so So. don't get caught there um one of the things to look out for obviously as it's been all spring look out for the weather uh it's supposed to be windy most of the days we're not really getting any rain or any other like bad weather conditions per se but it's gonna be windy all four days both sessions of the day like you're not gonna miss the wind by going one morning versus one afternoon so just kind of keep an eye out on that um yeah, those are. My I'll add something that real quick is this
1: is going to play like a U.S. Open. It's going to be low scoring. I the the winner, I will bet everything that I've ever seen in my life that it will not be over fifteen under. I would I would put I would have staked in it that twelve under is probably right where the winner is going to be. Like you said, windy, par seventy, long. It's going to play hard. They've been looking forward to this for a while course conditions are going to be hot and windy it's going to be difficult i'm looking forward to it i love when the players struggle
0: yeah this is not going to be the same birdie and eagle fest we had last week that's for sure and i Absolutely. and not that it was bad but i do enjoy a, a course that gives them a little bit more of a challenge because it makes me feel better about a golf. it we'll what
1: is john rom doing missing a three you know
0: <laughs> definitely all right are you ready to get into the tiers of course I am. All right, let's do it. We're going to group the 11K and the 10K range together because there's five of them between the two ranges. On DraftKings? Uh, just on remember. DraftKings, yes. Uh, we're going to go from Rory McIlroy at 10K to Scotty Scheffler at 11-4. All right, Jack, tell me why Scotty Scheffler is a good pick this week. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler
1: will win this golf tournament, just for the record. Okay. This dude is unbelievable. His off week last week, he still looked good going through the motions right now no one can touch him yes he did have an off week in air quotations last week that dude's unbelievable he played and i read some article the other day he played a practice round last week at this course with one ball and shot like seven under it was like you're doing a practice round no care no preparation you're just trying to see how the course is going and you shoot 63 obviously i don't know how accurate that is because it does come from an article and not a direct source but scotty shuffler is the pick he's awesome he's gonna do so good i think there's every single play in this category deserves to be where they're at unfortunately everyone is worth a pick i could sit here all day and talk about why i would pick all of them because they're all great
0: Yeah, they're they're all good options. I like Scheffler. Um, I actually like Morikawa kind of this week. He started to pick up some of it. I'm just going to read you through. So right now I have a list of his previous tournaments dating – or his previous majors dating back to June of 2019 at the U.S. Open. His worst finish outside of one missed cut was tied 35th. That's not bad. I mean, that's two, four, six, eight, ten tournaments
1: the best iron player in the game right now.
0: It's pretty good in terms of consistency. And obviously you'll get that with most of the players in this field. Um, I think Justin Thomas is kind of primed. He was doing well last week too. So if you want to go a little bit on recent form, I think he's a very good choice. Do you think ROM's not going to be that high owned? Yeah. You know, what's funny
1: about that? His last tournament was a win. Yes. But I don't think it matters. First of all, Rom has the capability to be the number one player in the world. I'll say that on any given day. He just hasn't had it this year. And it is really funny to say because his worst finish in the calendar 2022 is at the players, which you know, I don't qualify because of the conditions. Other than that, it's 27th. So it is being funny, but just watching him, it just looks like he's missing one step this might be a really good tournament for him to catch up, but I do think that he will be lesser owned than in previous majors.
0: I agree. And I I think that does make it interesting. If you really want to kind of send a flyer out on him a little worried about his putting, but.
1: (laughs) Flyer out in (laughs) 11,200.
0: No, I mean, he is who he is. is. He's John Rahm, but obviously his putting is a little bit of concern. Uh, I think Rory's also obviously a, a yeah, tough he's choice. killing the ball right now he's so good yeah he's a great choice um all right so any of those are really viable options hey who rank your top three i'm curious scotty scheffler
1: okay justin thomas colin morikawa
0: okay i think i'm going jt scheffler morikawa mm. so I'll, I'll go similar similar minds yeah i'll go jt scheffler morikawa that's my that's my that's my list as well done so, all right, let's go to the 9K range because we got what in my mind is is a lot of very interesting names. Dangerous in, category. In, yeah, this is a, an extremely dangerous category because it will probably make or break a lot of lineups. I mean, you can
1: literally do your whole lineup just right here. Like, it's <laughs> yes. disgusting. Let's yes. just Victor Hovland, minus the one week I hyped him up at the Masters, which was his last tournament. Yes. That dude's so good at golf. It's unbelievable, but he's been quiet. I don't think he's played since the Masters, if I'm mistaken um he was in the Zurich was he in this i don't think so i think his last tournament was the masters i could be wrong um cameron smith that dude's right. dangerous you're right i'm right yeah sorry no dude you're fine uh cameron smith obviously that dude is one of the best players in the world weird to see him at this price point point. one bad week and he shots down i know you like jordan speed this
0: I'm, week though i'm big on speed this week i had him last week he didn't do me wrong i'm i'm a big fan of jordan but let me tell you the two outliers in this
1: group. Okay. First of all, Brooks Kepka, fade him to the wind. Quote me now. I love Brooks Kepka. I'm fading him this week, even though it's a major. Okay. The two outliers, Hideki Matsuyama, number one, he should be in your lineup the same way I'm pitching Scotty Scheffler in your lineup. Did you see his boss striking last week? It was, it was meticulously nice. perfect. Yeah, it was nasty. And then Patrick Cantlay, you're telling me that one of the Best consistent players in the entire game right now is priced at ninety one hundred.
0: So all right, I love Cantlay and I want to pick him, and that's a great price. But his previous uh, major history or his his previous majors history is really not that great, and that's his one flaw that he's got coming into this week right now is that in the past he just has not performed well as well in majors. I mean. Let's see, 39th in the Masters. Uh, He missed the cut last year at the Open Championship. He was tied 15th at last year's U.S. Open. He finished tied 30th at last year's PGA Championship. Missed the cut at Masters two years ago. He's, He's there. He's decent. But I feel like at this range, a lot of these guys are very likely winners. Whereas with Cantley, you're picking a guy that will probably get around like 20th to 30th, in my opinion.
1: Oh, I mean, there's definitely a chance at that. Like you said, different pressure in to a major. Tour championship is one thing. Yeah. Major is just a whole different ballgame. I could go out, obviously, this is hypothetical. I could go out and win a major. It's just so different than any other golf tournament in the world. Obviously, it's four days in any golf tournament, but four days of your best golf is what you need to get a tournament in. Yep. And At a hard course like that, I'm looking at consistency. I agree that this could be probably the riskiest choice of anybody out here minus Brooks Kepkin this category. Yep. Cause you have Xander Shoffley who's shown that he's coming into form right now. Dustin Johnson hasn't had the best year in the world, but he's there. Um dangerous category.
0: I, I I'm not gonna lie, I love starting my line lineups the same way I kind of did last week, where we're going you go speed Matsuyama. That's dangerous to me. I think it's going to be popular, unfortunately, which is going to suck because then I I won't be able to take everybody else's money. I'll be joining them and taking other people's money. But those are both, I think, steady picks. And I think there's very, very little ways that those two can make it go wrong.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the hard part. A lot of the top two tiers and regular tournaments are really easy to diagnose. Yes. This is hard because everybody's showing out for a major and everybody's trying to be top tier form, so there's nothing that we can really break down in terms of separation like we could for the eight, seven, and six.
0: I'll say this: uh, Cantlay and, and Kepka are basically opposites. Kepka's got all the prestige at majors, and Cantlay right now has no prestige at majors. So weird, I'm
1: saying that fade it, the major
0: guy. And- yeah, but but it it is how I kind of think about it is right now they're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum, so it just makes it very interesting. They're only a hundred dollars apart. But, all right, are you ready to get to the AK range? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Do you, uh, well, Will Zaltorius is on the top, so I guess I'll uh, – No! I'll <laughs> Tiger Woods is in this category. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Tiger. Let's do it. Who we got for Tiger?
1: <laughs> oh, my God, we got everything in Tiger. Listen, one thing I'll say is you can never count this dude out. He finished 47th at the Masters after not playing competitive golf in so long on a hurt body. and now he's coming back he said he feels healthy he's stronger he's done all the rehab It's going to be warm the body's going to be loose i honestly i'm super biased to this i do think he's highly overpriced and i think with because it's tiger woods you have to overprice him yep but unlike the masters where i said don't put him in your lineup he could be in your lineup this week
0: give me a realistic range that you think Tiger Woods will finish this tournament in in terms of finishing position. You can if give me like 20 cut, to 30.
1: 30 to 40th.
0: 30 to 40th. Okay. That, that makes is sense.
1: The realistic, obviously I think he can win. Yes. He's proven time and time again no matter if it's a, you know a Cinderella story that he can go out there and win. There's no doubt about it. Gotcha. Realistically, he's played four rounds of golf competitively in you know just the masters now he's coming to a difficult course with the best players in the world on a completely different atmosphere in oklahoma so we'll see who just it's just a matter of we haven't seen enough to say
0: i i think there's a good likelihood he makes the cut but yeah but beyond that i can't really throw too much into him um this 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 range feels like a minefield or like, like you ever play the game minesweeper on like i've the, never on heard the, of you know? minesweeper okay you've never heard of minesweeper that's I'm not, not cultured though but, but yes if if you've ever played on like an old computer that has minesweeper on it you know the deal you're obviously trying to avoid the little like bombs on the computer and get all the numbers around it this this range feels like there are a lot of situations that are going to give you zero points or they're going to get you totally wrong but there are a few like diamonds in the rough in this area that i feel like if you hit are going to make you lots of money and get you very different from the rest of the fields. Like in my opinion, Shane Lowry, Joaquin Neiman, and who else did I like down here? I like Corey
1: Connors. Corey Connors.
0: Corey Connors. Yes, yes, yes. Corey Connors.
1: Those are the three guys I was going to hit on right away. <laughs> okay. Shane Lowry, arguably minus his little gap in time was the hottest player in golf for the longest time outside of Scottie Scheffler. Cause no one's touching him right now. Yep. Joaquin Neiman, definitely playing some of his best golf of his career. Daniel Berger's had some injuries, so I agree. I'm not really touching him. Yep. Corey Connors. I I don't know why his price keeps going down, even though he's had some great finishes lately. I just, it's mind blowing to me. Um, it is really wild. And I, first off to see Terrell Hatton this low, because he's one of the best golfers in the world. Yep. But Bryson and I'll say his last name correctly this time, DeChambeau. He is such a freaking wild card that if he was not injured or just had surgery and I saw him at this price point, there's no way you could deny putting him in your lineup.
0: I would probably end up putting him in my lineup. I would, I would, I would have to close my eyes and and find some voodoo type of deal to bless me after hating myself so much for putting him in the lineup. But I would definitely do it because of this price. But I, he's injured. I'm not doing it. I mean, it, there's a big difference between somebody like Hideki who came back last week and did well, and then somebody like Deshambo or Berger or anybody else that might be playing, but definitely still has those concerns.
1: Well, you know, like Hideki, too. He's been rehabbing for months, whereas Bryson's kind of been rehabbing for months but had surgery just a few weeks ago. So who freaking knows? I mean, if he's playing, he's must-see TV. That's all I'll say. I'll say it again. I don't think he's worth it. Um, But Will Zalatoris is the one guy that I really want to talk about really quickly. Okay. I think his... He's trying to do the, I've won 50 times in the PGA tour schedule. Arnold, he's played the, or just this year. So he's played American express farmers, Genesis, Arnold Palmer, players, masters, one tune up. Now he's coming to a major. He's done the, I'm playing the big tournaments only schedule And I think that sometimes when you take that long of a break between competitive rounds, you really struggle, especially in tune-ups. So I think he is a 50-50, I'm going to be top 20, or I'm going to miss the cut again.
0: I think Zalatoris is dangerous because he does good on difficult courses. Like he likes the Masters. He likes these major style kind of of courses because they aren't birdie fest. He doesn't, he doesn't do well in birdie fest. He, he does well in courses where everybody else struggles and he has to kind of maneuver his way through the golf course. And so True, that's, yeah. that's part of the reason why I think he's a dangerous choice this week. if you are in a, um. A GPP where you can maximize your money if you hit, he's definitely a viable option there because I don't think he's going to get a ton of uh, notice from people. But if you're in cash, I think there's safer options to just win your money back and make a little extra. I think Sam Burns is dangerous, but he missed the cut last week. So I'm kind of avoiding him. I'd rather go up to Zaltores or down to Lowry. Um, Max Homud, he did just win a couple weeks ago tempting
1: I yeah i don't really C- a-
0: cord connors is a hundred dollars cheaper than him i mean it's really hard to to go back to Homa when you got connors there
1: yeah i hear you on that one i mean i'm not even going to talk about low use I I just i haven't seen it this year i'm okay. fading it like the wind i anticipate he probably misses the cut
0: definitely all right let's uh let's go to the 7k range then we're going to sound the alert
1: <laughs> i don't know it's so weird
0: okay just There's so many
1: guys in this category that I think we could spend all day and a lot of them um,
0: this is normally like a 10k range by the way in in every other tournament that's not a major you're gonna see these names at, at over 10k which is just yeah. wild to me
1: I agree um I've seen first off I'm high on Matt Fitzpatrick yep dude's got unbelievable skill I think he's really good Adam Scott's looking really good Tommy Fleetwood I keep seeing Cameron young. As one of the guys that is being heavily favored, I know his last two starts were second and third. I don't know. Taylor, Taylor Gooch is another guy that's been really good, but I like Billy Horschel. I'm going I back love to
0: Billy this week. I'm big on him this week too. I like him. Oh, uh, that's funny.
1: Like and then maybe the last guy that I think I'm really high on. Obviously, I could talk about you know a lot of these guys more in depth. Is um, I don't know why my mind just cut out, and I do apologize for that. But, oh, Maverick McNeely again.
0: Okay. I don't think he's winning. theme with you, but I I get it because he makes all the cuts in the world.
1: Yeah, he makes the cuts. I don't need him to win. Well, I'd like him to win, but he doesn't need to win. He's 14 to 15 cuts made. If you're talking about in a major event where you have a guy that's pretty much guaranteed mathematically to make a cut, much like Russell Henley or Siwoo Kim, you put him in. Price point's good.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you. Uh, I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of you. I agree. F- uh, Fitzpatrick is steady in at 7,900. Just throw him in. He's gonna be great in cash. Uh, Tony Finau. I'm just avoiding him. I'm good. I'll pass. Same with Webb Simpson. I just don't know. They've been kind of fluctuating. I'm big on Adam Scott this week. I love him. I think he's gonna do great with all of good his Sunday. all of his history. I'm surprised you weren't big on Leishman next to him though
1: yeah okay because he's sucked the last two weeks and i've had a bet on him <laughs> yes. so i'm pissed at him right now I'm nothing against him just pissed at him
0: but that's that's fair i was just curious because i know leishman usually when you see leishman down here you're like gung-ho you're ready just to instantly throw him in as a as a bet or is in the dk well here's his um, last
1: five starts 51 91 30 71
0: 68 ooh, so yeah okay maybe that's when i was betting him heavy
1: He was doing really well yeah but i went and returned to the well for the drinking water and someone pissed in it so just <laughs> gotta give it some time to kind of separate
0: can i can i be honest on my thoughts on cam young do it this, this screams adam hadwin from last week where mm. he's gonna be over owned and i think everybody's gonna like him and then he's gonna miss the cut
1: yeah i i get why he's so high because it's third and the second in those last two events but have you seen enough in a course like this in the conditions like this, in their pressure like this to really stand alone. And I just don't know.
0: Well, that I almost made that my wild card pick, but I figured that wasn't really like, like crazy enough to fit in that mold. So that's why I didn't do it. Uh, but I think, I think I'm fading Cam Young this week and I'm going to let, let, let the ownership build up on it and just hope that he tanks for whatever reason. I mean, hmm. personally, that's my play. Um, I'm with you on Billy Ho, Billy Horschel. I love him this week. Dude hasn't missed a cut, by the way. Like, Casual 10.
1: 14 for 15 or 13 for 14?
0: Uh, DraftKings has him 10 for 10. Hmm. But I can't speak on maybe the ones in the fall that were part of the swing. Jack, we could talk about your boy, Matt Wolf. Just saying, you know. We
1: could not. I mean, his last finish was 145th. I don't get it. Especially when you got so many caliber guys. And a guy that I think you and I both can talk about all day every day and russell henley he's right there 13 or 14 on cuts why um matt wolf is up there don't know why alex norn is also down here i don't know (laughs) i just i'm confused why would you go that high into matt wolf you shouldn't love matt wolf obviously i'm a fan of his you shouldn't go up that high
0: just saying you and I are, are getting a lot more of the same picks that we like this week. I like Henley. I actually like, like Sergio a little bit this week, if you're looking for something different.
1: Nah, he wants to leave this tour. He doesn't care.
0: I agree, but this is a, this is a major, so, and it's Sergio. So it's a little bit more on the fence for me. Uh, but I agree. Henley and Noren, I think, are the big two down here that, that a lot of people are going to pick, and I think for good reasons. But if you want to be different, I don't hate Sergio.
1: Or go to my guy Christian Biswedenhout. Let's talk about it. He's been Bez. dangerous lately. He's been dangerous. He's coming hot now. But we could spend all day going in seven. I say we go to six because this is going to be an hour-long episode because it is a major. You gotta.
0: Yeah. All right, let's go into six. Who who are your flyers?
1: Well, let's not call them flyers because Robert McIntyre's here.
0: That that's fair. Who are your lower owned guys in the i I'm used to the six K range being a bunch of Lower owned tour people or corn fairy people that are that are playing in a tour event. So you're right. Since this is a major and it's a good field, who are your six k uh, tiers? Or Listen, in that yeah. Tier? Let's just talk about
1: it. Robert McIntyre. Minus the heat, what's the number one condition that people are going to face this
0: week? Wind. Where is he from? Uh, Scotland where's there a lot of wind uh you're yep. well, continental europe as a whole but yes oh, yeah
1: i guess you want to be specific that
0: <laughs> is a reason that i'm picking
1: him this week he could be dangerous i'm not going to say he's going to go out and win the golf tournament but he is dangerous davis riley back to the well you know me i was high on him this or this last week he is just going to be dangerous um I'd like to take your pick on your couple guys before I throw out names that I know you've never heard before and talk right. about them.
0: You want me to mention my guys? Yeah, do it. All right. I don't hate Munoz. He did great last week, uh, 6,800. That's a very viable option. Um, I'm a big fan of Mito this mm. week. I think Mito is very dangerous. He's 6,700. I think in terms of 6K guys, he is one of the guys that I could realistically get down get down to this range for um i'm not picking kisner by the way i just saw him at 6800 i would avoid him he doesn't really have the driving range for this course in my opinion um in terms of lower guys i mean
1: hey i mean i'm ready to jump in if you yeah go
0: for go for it i was gonna maybe say kazire but even then i don't love that pick so who do you got
1: well number one Oh, Lahiri. That's what I liked. KH Lee. He just won last week. He's at 6,500. I don't know why he's this low, but let's get into what you would call flyers. Adri Arnaus at 6,700. What? He has four (laughs) top three finishes in his last 15 (laughs) events in the DP World Tour. I think he could be deadly. And then my next guy, Oliver Becker. He has nine for 11 on cuts this year, nine top 11s in his last 12 events in the DP world tour. He's coming in dangerously warm at 6,400 and I think could make a
0: dent flyers. Boom. So I will say as, as much as I'm, I'm confused because I've never heard of those people in my life um, every year for the PGA championship, there are always one or two names that are on either the DP tour, or in this case, the, uh, corn Ferry tour that end up in the top 20. So those are not horrible options. If you're looking for somebody to kind of throw in as a flyer, especially in the GPP, um, I don't hate Lahiri by the way. I forgot to say that yeah. in like, in like full retrospect, but at 6,500, um, I think he's a pretty great option in terms of, in terms of choices.
1: And then two last guys that I'll point out. If you want to fill your lineup, Adam had one at 63. Yep. One bad week and they shot him down. And then I would be rem- just a horrible person if I didn't talk about 6K.
0: Daily. John Daly. <laughs> yes, boy. John Daly. Oh, I agree.
1: I could never throw him in my lineup because on the champion store, he's not doing hot. But. If you want to have fun, throw him in your lineup. That dude's awesome. He's an American hero.
0: I agree. I agree. So I wish I could put him into my lineup for like most beers shotgun throughout the course of four a weekend because like he'd be winning that one 100%. 100 out of 100. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So, all right. So we went through all of the – the DraftKings rounds we went all the way down to John Daly at 6k do you want to start it off Jack and go through your FanDuel or your DraftKings lineup
1: I have two DraftKings lineups that I kind of organized so I'll read them both and then we can get the FanDuel so my first one is a little bit of a safer pick okay so I have Scotty Scheffler eleven four, 4 Hideki Matsuyama 9-2 Shane Lowry 8-7 Maverick McNeely 7-1 Munoz, 6'8", and Adam Hadwin, 6'3". That is the one that I'm doing in our duel that I think is the safer pick. And then the other one I have is Scheffler, 11'4", Matsuyama, 9'2", Shane Lowry, 8'7". I have uh, I have Billy Horschel, 7'4", Oliver Becker, 6'4", and Adrian Arnas at 6'7". Oh, wow. Okay. All right, lineups. Uh,
0: yeah, those uh, those are some names that are going to definitely make it interesting. That's for sure. Because I'm going to have to Google search your name on just <laughs> doing <laughs> each <laughs> at each point because I'm not going to know how else to get to them. Um, but those are good. I mean, I liked a few of those. But my my Fanduel, and my DraftKings are doing some overlapping again, and part of that's intentional. Uh, so I will start on DraftKings. I have. I have skipped the top range. I'm doing Cam Smith at 9,700. I'm doing Jordan Spieth at 9,600. I'm doing Shane Lowry at 8,700. I'm doing Adam Scott at 7,700. I'm doing Russell Henley at 7.2. and I'm doing Alex Noren at seven. Mm. So, kind of a little bit more balanced middle of the road lineup. I do have hundred dollars left. I could theoretically. I'm sure you will bump up somebody and do do some maneuvering because that's how I am. And then so I don't on... post till Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then on FanDuel, I have kind of a similar lineup, a little different though. I go Cam Smith at eleven four, Jordan Spieth at eleven hundred, uh, Hideki Matsuyama at ten eight, Billy Horschel at nine one, Sergio at nine thousand, and then Russell Henley at eight seven. Mm. And that's a lineup that makes me feel a little bit dangerous. So I think Sergio is the one I'm potentially going to switch owned, out. Yeah. Um, I don't have any money left, so I would potentially have to do some maneuvering around if I wanted to do it. But I do like that lineup. If anything, I would move Sergio around and go from there.
1: Yeah. My fan duel. Let's talk about a hit or miss really quick. <laughs> okay. Scotty Scheffler, 12. Justin Thomas, 11.7. Patrick Cantley, 11.2. Hideki Matsuyama, 10-8. Okay. Adrian Arnas and Oliver Becker, both at seven. <laughs> okay. I Listen, here's my theory. If one of those guys does what they're supposed to do and get in the top 20, like you said, like one happens, no one else is going to pick them. And I have four guys that theoretically should also be in the top 20. So I'm going to get the yes. points. If one of them does what they're supposed to do, enough to maneuver being in the money regardless of my event. Mm-hmm. I don't care about being first. I just need money.
0: You are really going, for, if they both fail, then it's going to be tough. But if one of them succeeds, then you are going to look like a genius come next week.
1: And I don't want to be a spoiler or not, but I may or may not have bets
0: for <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's talk about the guys that I can't even pronounce that you have bets on. So Becker, and what's his name? <laughs> Adria 350 for top 40. Okay.
1: Oliver Becker plus 350 for top 40 if one of them hits we make it rain it's true there's plus 3.5 units in each one that wins and or it gets in the top 40 i think either one of them can be dangerous and i'm getting a little emotional here my next bet tiger woods (laughs) top 40 is plus 120
0: yep that's a pretty good number. That is a good number.
1: I mean, obviously, there's it's
0: 50-50. I mean... <laughs> that feels like a little bit of a homer pick, and I don't blame you because I would have made the same pick. It's a little bit of Tiger's got an, a legitimate chance to make top 40, and I also love Tiger Woods, so I'm betting a top yeah. 40. Realistically,
1: <laughs> it should be plus 180, but obviously the odds makers and everything kind of do what they need to. Yes. Um, You know what's crazy? Billy Horschel has higher odds for top 40 at plus 125. Yep. Davis Riley plus 160, top 40. Justin Rose, top 60 or top 40, plus 160. I'm just going to keep going because I got a ton of them. Corey Connors, uh, top 30 is plus 125. Hideki is plus or minus 100 because it's a wash for top 30. Abraham Answer, being the top Mexican golfer over Carlos Ortiz, is minus 160. Sound the alarm. Hideki Matsuyama plus 165 to be the top Asian player. Those are my bets, except for the wild card, which will blow your socks off.
0: Okay, wait. So that's how many, how many bets is that? 12?
1: No, oh, it's only 10.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to count through it all. So I got the 12, but 10 makes sense. All right. Uh, so Jack did 10. I did five. So Jack, Jack did a little bit more than me. Um, so I had Mito at top 40. Uh, that's plus 130. Again, I'm a big fan of Mito this week. Uh, I also have Cam Young at top 40. He's plus 110. I don't love him this week, but if you're giving me plus odds and everybody else, oh, is guy that's him high on, well, and everybody else is high on him in Fanduel and DraftKings, so I like the fact that I can potentially, if he does well, at least I can make the money then on the bet if he play, if he breaks yeah. top 40. It's kind of a break even for me. As sad as that sounds, um, I have Adam Scott over Jason Kokorak and Max Homa at plus 175 uh I, I have your billy horschel at top 40 for uh, 125 or plus 125 sorry uh, and then i have honor bon lahiri top 40 at plus mm. two at plus 250 he's kind of my flyer for the week well, hopefully that's not your wild card that is not my wild card i'm trying to i can i be honest with you i i still don't know what my wild card is going to be as of this <laughs> That's I do, and I'm
1: more than happy to break that news for you, so your nipples don't fall off.
0: <laughs> do you want to do winners first? Do you want to do wild card?
1: No, we need wild card. You got to major. You got to save the winners for last. Okay. Robert McIntyre, top ten, plus eleven
0: hundred. Interesting. Okay, I'm trying to. Ra- ra- why I'm Robert McIntyre? Is it literally just wind? Are you just going on the wind metric with with him being from Scotland? Good weather like conditions him. for him yeah good weather conditions
1: he's good he's a lefty all pluses in my book and it listen i'm gonna throw some cash on that one now i'm not talking to full you here because that'd be outrageous and just (laughs) stupid with 10 other bets on the board but you know you throw a buck on him yeah bucks on him 110 back you know
0: that's definitely an option um all right, so so I need some metrics here on what's a wild pick. I mean, I, I my initial thought is immediately to go to Cantlay for miscut. Well, I don't know if that's wild enough though. What's the odds? I don't I don't even know. I haven't been able to find them yet, and Dang. that's the that's the big issue. Then is because i I want to go Cantlay miscut, but I don't know what the odds. I
1: mean, are you for. can. Who cares? Are you going mean, to allow
0: it as a wild card pick? Okay. Yeah, hell. Yeah. All right, oh, just check it. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that like that's wild enough because I didn't find any odds for it. Uh, wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do Cantlay miscut. That's kind of my theme for wild picks. I like doing guys that should make the cut that just don't. And you had McIntyre, top uh, ten, top ten. Oh, it's just top twenty. Ooh, okay, no, that's why
1: it's a wild. Yeah, yeah. Plus eleven $1, hundred. I might throw, if I throw a buck on that, eleven dollars back doesn't seem that much, but still go. fun.
0: Yeah, it's a good way to do it. All right, and then do you want to go through this week's winner? <laughs>
1: Well, listen, mister, I'm going to have my birthday during a major championship week, and you won last week. Why don't you fire ahead? Oh, you
0: little... I was going to think about well, it. Of course. Well, you uh, always take
1: my backup picks and win, so I'm throwing you on the burner again this week.
0: Um. All right. I'm going to take not as low of a pick as I usually do. I'm going to do Joaquin Neiman. I thought you were going to go Speed. I'm not going to lie to you. I I... I think he was definitely my my second choice, um, but I like I just like Joaquin is a little bit more based on this course layout. I think it kind of fits well with 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 what I'm hoping for, and I think speeth is going to be kind of popular in my opinion. So I, I I feel like I'm I'm just kind of following into the the over the over hyped footsteps if I take Speeth.
1: Yeah. So your one A is Joaquin, and your one B would be Speed.
0: Yeah, but I – yeah, I'll, I'll put Spieth in parentheses just so I just so I can check on him next week, but Joaquin's my guy. Gotcha. I'm going to the well. It's got to be Scotty Scheffler. Oh, my gosh. I need to make – all right, I'm going to make a limit on you in the future, okay? You know how – have you ever heard of one and dones? That's what we do. We have a
1: – I won't say where because I don't want people to know where I'm at, but we have a group of buddies that I used to play golf with that we do PGA Tour fantasy, and you get a limit of – between three and five picks a year for the same guy in tournaments.
0: I'm going to start to do that for you because I think you've taken Scotty now like four times.
1: <laughs> well, he hasn't let me down really yet. And I and do think, well, listen here. If it's, if I think he's going to win, I have
0: to pick him. No. And I, and I, and I get it. But, I, you know, I haven't taken Joaquin. Like I, I probably could have taken Smith like four times now, but I, I took Joaquin to be different. Do you have a parentheses pick? Do you want to do like Mav? Or something like that or something or as a did you have a backup pick or was it always scalpy? yeah
1: my backup pick let's just run it real quickly here it man i really want to pick tiger but i just can't that's
0: fine i'll throw a tiger in print no it's gonna be hideki okay hideki
1: i mean if you could throw tiger in there because you know that you no know, if i have a million dollars on scotty scheffler i'll still be cheering for tiger you know what i mean it's like it, it's to that level and you know me i if I see Tiger Woods in contention on Sunday, my tears will be streaming down my chin.
0: I'm going to put Tiger and Hideki in parentheses just to see how they do next week. Just for, just for curiosity's sake. Yeah, I'm definitely
1: frozen. throwing a buck on Scotty and
0: Hideki. So I don't blame you. So, so that'll be our, our winners for the week. You have Scotty Scheffler with parentheses on Tiger and Hideki. And I have Joaquin Neiman with a parentheses on speeth So, all Done. right, that is a, that is pga week jack we are uh we are full steam ahead yeah we 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 did some risky picks this week so we are either going to come back next week looking like absolute geniuses or uh we're going to have to tuck our uh, tail between our legs and take a little walk of shame because take a loan (laughs) yeah we we took we went a little out of the box this week um that's for sure so we understand that if you don't necessarily want to follow all of our picks but Hey, you know what? It's worked well for us in the past. So heck yeah, do it at your own discretion, but let's go out there and win a bunch of money this week. I mean, it's going to be a good week. We got, we got major week. It's going to be PGA championship tigers in the field. There's going to be so much Phil discussion because he's not there. It's going to be great. So it's gonna I be am some, so excited, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to go celebrate my birthday. have a couple of drinks, have a good one, everybody.